Hello and welcome to Bureau Bites, a regular pod bite bringing you news from Vietnam and the region. I'm Matt Cowan, the Bureau Chief and your host. Thank you for joining me for this quick bite. Well, at times like now, it pays to never be too careful. While governments around the world are pleading with their citizens to stay home and to practice social distancing whenever necessary, households themselves can be pretty dangerous places to be if we're not careful. In Vietnam, it's no different, but more on that in a moment. Vietnam can be quite a perilous place to live. Traffic accidents remain the biggest single cause of fatalities in the country. While the number of fatalities has been steadily falling each year from around 14,000 deaths in 2010 to around 7,600 in 2019, there were still 48 reported traffic accidents that claimed 21 lives per day last year on our roads. In total, there were 17,600 reported traffic accidents that severely injured 13,600 people in 2019. A 2016 VN Express report stated that motorcycle accidents accounted for more than half of road accident fatalities in Vietnam. Meanwhile, drownings remain the leading cause of death for children in Vietnam. With more than 2,000 kilometres of coastline, the Mekong Delta with a vast number of waterways and flash flooding during the monsoon season, Vietnam poses a significant risk to non-swimmers. A conservative estimate suggests that on average 16 people drown every day in Vietnam, a rate that is believed to be 10 times that of developed countries. Although things are gradually changing, swimming and water safety instruction is limited and is currently not part of school curricula. Fortunately, however, there are a few organisations in Vietnam that are working with government departments to turn things around. One of those is Survival Skills Vietnam, a social enterprise that strives to raise awareness of hazards in our environment and conducts first aid and evacuation training for businesses and the general public. To find out more about Survival Skills Vietnam, I spoke to co-founder Jiang Nguyen, who's based in Ho Chi Minh City. Jang, thank you for joining Bureau Bites. Oh, thank you, Matt, for having me uh, with you and the Bureau. And thank you so much for helping to spread the message of birthday to Vietnamese and people living in Vietnam. Why is there a need for social enterprises like Survival Skills Vietnam? Well, at a certain stage of development, I think we all want to do something impactful to contribute to the, our community. So in Vietnam, there are numbers of social enterprises that focus on global and local concerns like protecting the environment, uh, reducing the use of plastic, uh, growing organic products, etc. Uh, about Survival Skills Vietnam, we, we are the first social enterprise that provides um, people in Vietnam with the most updated first aid knowledge and skills. We follow international guidelines, EUCOR, and we wish everyone can do first aid effectively to save lives. So, um, as you know, that first aid is extremely important, especially in Vietnam. We have about roughly 9,000 or more people killed every year due to traffic accidents. We also have lots of how house fires, electrocution, children drowning, 
in fact, Vietnam has the highest, um, the second highest rate of during trial in the world. So it's truly sad. And it's important that people know how to do proper first aid. Um, also, besides that, Vietnam has a low safety and risk management awareness and limited measurements for workplace safety. So in terms of health, we have more and more young people uh, potentially suffer from stroke and heart attacks. So as SSBN, we trust that many of these accidents, um, deaths, and injuries can be avoided, uh, prevented, or reduced when everyone or the majority of people know how to do first aid properly. And with this, obviously, lead to less sufferings for each of us. And so we will all benefit from people knowing first aid and other survival skills. Yeah. What have been some of the challenges you and your co-founders have faced in setting up an organization like yours? Well, you don't want to know it. Um, when you start something new that was not existed before in Vietnam, and especially with foreigners involved, it requires a lot of patience and paperwork. Um, we went through we went through various kinds of permissions from papers to finances and especially people awareness and beliefs. Um, so from time to time, we have to really look back at our core reason why we wanted to start this at the first place to keep us moving forward. Um, I grew up in Vietnam and I have worked several years for nonprofit organizations and I have a scholarship to study community development um, in Australia. So I knew these challenges were still um, we, we have to really hold up ourselves together. Um, but most of all, we really, really, truly fortunate to have um, Mr. Tony Coffey, the Australian paramedic, who is so committed and passionate to spread birthday knowledge in Vietnam. Um, and we also have talented Australian alumni, Mr. Ben, on board with us um, to hold us up together. Uh, we also have many volunteers who are willing to give us a hand in the last five years. Um, to now, honestly, we haven't got profit, but we strongly believe that people will pay attention more to FOSET, recognize it's, uh, it's one of the most vital set of skills for children and adults to learn. And hopefully, they will be strictly adopted by corporates in Vietnam as well. So always take time for community change, uh, but we are here for good and we are committed. So we definitely will see better improvement in first day practice in Vietnam. And once again, we truly thank you, Matt, and the Bureau for helping us to spread this message to people. Jang, what are some of the myths associated with survival skills and first aid in Vietnam? Oh, this is a very interesting question. Um, in the last five years, from our first aid education sections at various schools, community and during our paid training, we keep learning new tradition or local beliefs every time from our participants. Uh, some myths, for example, first aid should only be done by doctors. The best and fastest or safest thing to do is quickly pick them up and rush them to hospital. In reality, many injured people are carried to hospital from the back of a scooter or motorbike. Or you shouldn't mention or learn first aid because it can bring bad luck. That is another one. 
or someone stop the nose bleeding by putting one of the, their hands up to the wall, or they using toothpaste or Vaseline for burn, or they believe that people people can swallow their tongue while having a seizure, so they try to pull the tongue out or pour some lemonade into their mouth to save them. Or some people believe strongly that they can help people with stroke by using needles to squeeze about 10 drops of blood from their 10 fingers and two earlobes. Or they believe that taking a shower at night can lead to stroke. So we learn some new thing every time in our trainings. And really, I just cannot remember them all to tell you now. Now is a good time to check potential harmful hotspots around the home. What are some everyday things that people typically overlook that can be dangerous? Well, um, as we are now staying at home more to prevent spreading the virus and Saigon weather is getting hotter and hotter, uh, we, of course, then need to use more electronic devices. Therefore, we should pay attention to make sure they are not over plot or chart at one same socket or PowerPoint as, as this can lead to potential burns or uh, electrocutions or how fires um, fires. So uh, for children, they are now staying at home more. So be aware of their playing with sharp objects, which, which can lead to bleeding um, or heat that can cause burns or eating and playing, watching TV or iPad at the same time could lead to choking. Or children may take, you know, medication, misuse or overdose or chemical that can lead to poisoning. Um, so these are very uh, typical um, accidents that can happen uh, at a household. Uh, besides that, people, old people falling downstairs or in the restroom or people with asthma or chronic sickness, because now everyone are afraid or avoid going to hospital. So they need to really monitor or be cautious with their progress. And adults who are working at home, sitting and less uh, activities could be a risk for potential stroke or heart attack. Uh, in terms of weather, because it's getting hotter, so heat exhaustion or can lead to heat stroke, which is so vital. Um, so be, be aware when you expose under the sun or, uh, of course, drowning if, if children play near water. And, of course, drowning if children play, play near water. And last but not least, do not lock your house too secure in case you need to escape from a house of fires or, or emergency. So these are just some examples. So hope you all will, we all will stay safe and healthy. And finally, what are the essentials for an at-home survival kit? Um, yeah, in such a time of social distancing and avoiding getting to hospital, each household should equip themselves a proper first aid kit um, for any unexpected emergency and accidents. Um, so besides some common medications, such as aspirin, paracetamol, or those, those with asthma, then mm-hmm. Ventolin um, for your family um, medication box. 
um, our standard first aid kit should have many sterile non-stick bandages to stop the bleed, uh, triangle bandages or for tourniquet in case of uncontrolled bleeding, uh, instant cold pack to reduce pain, swelling, or slowing down the bleeding. Uh, of course, medical gloves, uh, close when you take care of the, the person. Uh, trauma shears, uh, thermometer, face shield for CPR, and possible an update for a handbook. Actually, SSBN, we do have a first aid um, guidance app online with the name Circup Go uh, First Aid SFDM. Everyone can download for free um, to refresh their knowledge. Uh, this is our initiative um, with the wish that everyone uh, should know um, most obtain a first aid knowledge. Um, so, well, once you have a proper first aid survival kit at home, I'm sure you will feel your mind more at peace as you know exactly where they are in case of needed. But um, personally, we, we, we uh, truly wish people, or you don't have to use it, um, but having them at home is always a good idea, especially during this isolation time. That was the co-founder of Survival Skills Vietnam, Jang Nguyen in Ho Chi Minh City. Well, that's all for this Bureau Bite. If you liked what you heard, please review the Bureau podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Matt Cowan. Until our next Pod Bite, keep up to date with what's happening in Vietnam and the region by going to thebureauasia.com and visiting Facebook and Instagram at thebureauasia.com.